Hello, welcome to Media Snack live from New York. Greetings from London. So happy new year, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. This is the first episode of the year. Uh, a very exciting year, as most years tend to be in media. Um, definitely a lot coming, coming up. What we're going to do in this episode is really think from a media director's perspective, coming into 2022 or beginning any year, like really what should be the real focus for you in Q1? All coming up today on Media Snack. Welcome to Media Snack, the live weekly show where we unpack the important questions that you will have about media, agencies, marketing, and more. If you're new to the channel, it's great to have you join us. Subscribe below to get alerts of all upcoming weekly episodes. Great. So, uh, question of the week. And just remember, I just remind everybody, we're stream live. If you're uh, as we say in the titles, if you're joining us for the first time, you're very welcome. Um, I hope you can find this interesting, uh, particularly if you work anything around media with media directors. You are a media director. You work in procurement, in marketing. Um, really good, I think, at this point in the year to really focus the mind. So, David, what is our question of the week? So, if you're a media director, brand side media leader, what should be your priority or focus in Q1? Yeah. Now, we've spoken a lot about the role of a media director over yeah. the years. And uh, in fact, we did an episode about actually what is a media director a few episodes ago. So we'll just link to that. So if you just really kind of want to understand that role a bit more, or you are one, or you're an aspiring one, um, it's our view certainly of that of that role. And we, the, when we talk about the role of a media director, one of the things that we often say, and we we see and observe and we hear from all the media directors that we work with, is that the job has just blown up over the last few years. You know, the responsibilities and the attention that you have to give in so many places is, is vast. Media is touching so many more parts of the organization, which is great, really good. Um, how, so therefore, trying to find really what the priorities you should be focusing on is difficult because there's so many distractions in media. There's so many things that you feel like you should be on top of. You're expected to be the expert go-to on all of these things. Um, and as a media director, those with a really good, solid agency partnership and really good leadership on the agency side tend to thrive because you just need to be able to um, lean on your agency a lot in that role. Now, some, as we've explored over, over previous episodes, obviously have started to build more capabilities internally right? and broadly kind of called in-housing. Uh, where media director is building out their team to actually take some of those, some of that scope, some of that media function on internally, but still most media directors still lean heavily on their agencies, yeah. uh, and really that's where the priority is going to be in our view for Q1, and that's really to do with a lot to do with market conditions. Um, there's still a lot of it uncertainty in the economy for many businesses that we speak to. Uh, particularly in the manufacturing or CPG businesses, you know, supply chain issues are really disrupting media planning. It's really in, been interesting actually to see uh, media directors have to cut their spending because they can't get product on the shelves and those kind of things or, or shift their investment patterns into things that they can actually make or they can actually deliver to the market. Um, so that's been, that's been a challenge. And then there are natural kind of, uh, you know, temptations to really focus on these strategic and operational needs as a, as a, as a media director, yeah. you know, how we allocate budgets. So it's obviously one thing, like thinking about the KPIs that are really important. Again, we've done episodes on this, 
about how you cascade those KPIs through your own organization and through to your agency part, uh, agencies and partners and other, other people in the supply chain. Uh, thinking about the operational structure, as I mentioned, you know, the, to what extent we build capabilities internally and in-house some of that media. You know, every year we say contracts need to be updated. So again, it's another thing that you might want to think about. You know, what, what, what should be your focus? Upgrading the agency's scope. What's our data strategy, data strategy or yeah. technology strategy? You know, how are we going on our in-housing journey? All of these kind of, these are probably the big components of things which might uh, draw the attention of a media director. But it's probably one thing, because those are all critical things, but it's probably mm. one thing more than any that we would recommend that you actually start thinking about. Uh, if it's not already giving you sleepless nights, and that's, you know the word, it's talent. Um We've done a recent episode on you know what's being called the talent crisis. It seems to be kind of endemic in lots of industries. It's particularly mm. acute. Uh, it's being particularly acute in media. And one of the reasons, which is what we explored in that episode, was that there's this you know underlying shift, obviously, of media and the way that it's bought, and it's causing uh, a strain on the talent as we move from uh, the maybe the more traditional ways of buying media to more automated, biddable. Um, or programmatic is a, is a component yeah. of that ways of or techniques of buying media changing the way that we think about media which is good uh, but that's spreading talent pretty thin because we're having to kind of duplicate on many many things but so talent is the thing yeah an industry-wide challenge as an as a media director what are you going to be thinking about do I have enough talent is probably the first thing. It's a quantity issue, not, not always just a quality issue. Quantity now is the problem. So if I'm looking at my scope of work and I'm looking at my agency contract and I'm looking at my agency staffing plan, get that out, have a look. Where are the gaps? Speak to your agency leadership. Where are the gaps? Where are we missing what we're paying for? We review a lot of staffing plans, um, agency staffing plans on behalf of advertisers, and there's often gaps. Question is how long have those gaps been open? How are they being filled? Right now, that's something that you need to keep really keep on top of. Um, is the agency having to compensate for gaps? Do we have the right seniority levels in those uh, in those roles? Um, you know, it's worth thinking about based on the based on the scope to reflect your underlying business needs. As I say, there's there's significant supply chain issues, and therefore marketing investment patterns are changing. Is that impacting the scope of work for the agency? Yeah. Um, so therefore, do you have agency resources in the right places that you need? Is there redundancy there that maybe you could reallocate into, into, think, into you know, particular disciplines or capabilities that you need? So the first thing is a qu quantity. Have I got the right people? I've got enough people, firstly, to, to deliver my scope. And then look at the quality. Look at the seniority and the capabilities and the experience, obviously, of those. Then you're going to think about, am I paying the agency correctly? Maybe you're paying too much and they're not delivering what you want. Maybe you're having to overpay. Or maybe you're not paying them enough. Or maybe you're perhaps not paying them fairly for the quality of talent that you want. So just it's worth reflecting on a second on that. And get input from your agency leadership because they're going to give you a steer on what the market conditions are like for them. Agencies are having to pay in some places premiums on salaries to secure talent um, you know naturally that's going to be passed on to the advertiser right passed on to the customer so you want to be aware as a media director what the potential impact is to you on your staffing plan if there's inflation in salary inflation so a good dialogue with your agency leadership 
right now. This is the time to do it at the beginning of the year. Um, and then look at yourself as a media director. You know, am I creating the right environment for success to flourish? You know, am I am I giving the right narrative to the agency? Am I really letting them understand those dynamics, those particularly disruptive maybe dynamics in our business right now? Do they care? You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's really important. So talent, talent, talent all the way. Unfortunately, that's what we're all obsessed with. Um, but as a media director, your agency talent especially, you've got to yeah. lean in because if you're not leaning in, somebody else is. And talent is going to be your competitive advantage. On an average year, it's a good competitive advantage to get great talent. And we, we invest a huge amount of time and resource on our consulting business, making sure that advertisers get the right, the right levels and, and quality of talent. But now it's competitive advantage because if you don't do it, somebody else is going to be doing it. Um, and, we, and we perform these uh, assessments of agency talent, don't we? For, you know, we look at the advertiser's scope. We review the agency's uh, staffing plans to judge whether that's the right shape of resource and you've got the right skills and capabilities at the right seniority levels to match that scope. And then actually it's being priced in the right way, reflective of market conditions and benchmarks. Right. Um, so that's the thing. So that's the, that's the priority. Um, there are other critical areas. We'll come on to those across the year, of course. Uh, but this is the thing to be focusing on right now, I think. So. Yeah. That was my rant for the beginning. It's good. Of the year. It's, it seems like you've acted as a media director in the past. It's very good. Yeah, that's what I would do. It's easy. It's easy being an armchair pundit, isn't it? Sometimes, but I mean, we, you know, we, we we have the fortunate position, and we you know we speak to dozens, if not hundreds, of media directors each year, and work across many, many different brands, and we get to see yeah. those dynamics at play. And what we bring you on this show is a view of the kind of the trends and the the, the hot spots or the big issues that we see in, for real. Yeah. Um, these are the things. So, but we always want to ground it in practicality. So, David, yeah. as always, give us give us three things as an ex media director. Mm. You know, what what will a media director be be thinking about, uh, or should be prioritizing when it comes to talent in Q one? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll try. I mean, and you you're absolutely right. The one thing that when we speak to media directors and have done over the last probably twelve to eighteen months, the one thing that is obsessing them and and keeping them awake at night is talent, is making sure that they are fully fully resourced properly. Um, and when I was a media director, and I love this question because it was the first thing that I did in January, you know, I considered my agency partners as an extension of my internal marketing yeah. and media team. And if I had confidence that I had uh, an engaged and fully activated agency team, I could then focus on the internal strategic issues, things that they couldn't help me with. But I, I could do that properly because I knew that my team, my agency team, were, were capable of running the operations of media, which is why we consider this to be the kind of the priority thing. So things that I would do if I was a media director, the first thing is dust off that scope of work. You know, the agency can only resource against uh, a plan, an idea of what you want them to do. Um, even, you, I mean, we have this very detailed template that we go through in a very forensic way on in many of our pitches to kind of, to uh, create the comprehensive scope of work for that. If you don't have time or the inclination to do that, don't, right? Go and have a look at your contract, see what scope of work your agency is currently working to and make it relevant, make it, bring it up to date. Even if you don't have that, create a Word document that details the amount of campaigns you're likely to go through that year, what level of seniority, strategic data, operational media management you need from your agency. Okay, so create a scope of work that you feel confident 
reflects your needs for that year. It's going to be better than the one that you had last year, right? That's for sure. Take that to the agency. That's the first thing you should possibly do. Take it to the leadership of the agency and ask them to come back with a, a resource plan based on that. And then you can begin to iterate it together. That's the first thing you need to do. The second thing you mentioned remuneration is absolutely critical. Make sure that you pay your agency fairly. Make sure that it's not indulgent, but make sure that it's equitable and fair. Best practice from what we see in the marketplace and the, the way that we recommend to our clients is pay a fixed fee for the strategic and management of your account and then consider commission perhaps for the for the execution and the administration of your account. But make sure that you've got you're paying your your agency teams properly for the time that they're investing in in your in your business that's critical so make sure that you've got a remuneration model that makes sure that your agency teams are focused on your objectives critically rather than perhaps uh the commercial needs of that that agency that's the second thing and then once your agency has come back to you with a resource plan interrogate it are there any gaps are there any obvious gaps within there are you paying for those gaps when there's no resource activated on your on your yeah. business um, what is the what is the talent plan against filling those gaps? Right. Are they going to be able to get it in internally from different holding camps, from different networks? What is the strategy whereby you will have a comprehensive, fully loaded team in place as soon as you possibly can in Q1? That's the first thing. What is the balance of that team? What proportion of those team members are going to be actually actively working on your account. We've seen resource plans that that contain dozens and dozens of of names, but each one has four, five, six, seven percent of their time dedicated to your business. Now that's going to be a disaster. Anybody, frankly, less than twenty percent, unless they are very, very senior, will not be dedicating any significant proportion of their time on your business or it's highly unlikely. So make sure that the, that the balance of the proportion of time that people are going to be spending on your business feels right. Okay, yeah. If you've got an account leader, if you've got a strategist on your team, you want to be able to access them a significant proportion of that week. All right, So make sure that that kind of works. Also, make sure that the balance is right between seniority and junior members of staff. Because if you get that wrong, it might seem like it's a it's a good thing to have very senior resource on your business, big, high profile leaders within the agency and very few operational experts. Actually, that's a disaster as well. So make sure that there is a balance between seniority and operational excellence. Yeah. So in summary, scope of work, make sure that that's relevant to your needs. Make sure that you've got the right remuneration structure in place and make sure that you interrogate the resource plan that comes back and do not accept big gaps for long periods of time because the only thing that will suffer is your business. Exactly. And, and this is the time to do it. This is why we're doing this show right now because there's no point getting halfway through the year and then kind of complaining that the agency hasn't delivered. Uh, you're probably familiar with the, with the old adage, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. This is the time to squeak. Okay. Yeah, if you decline to the agency... Absolutely. You know, and you're not complaining, but you're making it very clear that your expectations and give the agencies an opportunity. If I'm an agency leader right now, I am hoping that you don't come to me and ask because there's probably a whole queue of people already asking, 
you know, what's my talent commitment for the year? But just get it, get in line as quickly as you can. Don't be the one left at the end because you're going to get what's left over and that's never, never good. Um, I mean, I remember, we can't talk specifically about agencies here, but I remember in, in roles past in agencies, this is going back a little bit, you know, I knew that I was, I was allocated way more than 100% to clients in terms of what was sitting in different client contracts. Mm. I mean, I think at one point it was about 300%, I think. Um, but, that, but that's actually so top, over really, allocated, right? Yeah, that's a really good point. But it's not it's just not over just allocation. But if you've got a, a team structure where there are big gaps within within your your team, the people that will be compensating for those gaps and stretching themselves thinly are the people that actually are named within your account. And that's unhealthy as well. So yeah. you've got to we've got to mitigate against that danger and that risk fairly quickly. Yeah. So get to it. If you need some help, give us a shout because all, all those three three things actually, you know, um, we do on a frequent basis. We review yeah. scopes of work, we review staffing plans, we review fees, um, you know, and how to actually brief and get the best out of those agency teams once you've got them in place. So um, happy to help if anyone needs any help. Um, anything more to add on that? We're just going to keep yeah. talking about talent, I think, this year. Uh, that's just the way it's going to be. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that wraps Media Snack for this week. Thank you very much for watching. See you next time. Bye for now. Media Snack is brought to you each week by IDCom, the award-winning growth consultancy specializing in media. We help advertisers on a life cycle to growth in three service areas, operations, partnerships, and optimization that transform your media investments into real company growth. Whether you're planning an agency pitch, upgrading your media organization, want to learn new best practice, or simply get better performance from your media investments, you can find out more at idcoms.com forward slash growth.